Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona, Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, episode 146. The following is the recitation of Psalm 132, a.k.a. Perek or Mizmor Kuf Lamed Bet. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Shir Hamalo, Zechor Adonai le David, Et Kol Unoto, Asher Nishba Ladonai, Nadar Laavir Yaakov, Im Avo Beohel Beti. Im Ela Al Eres Yitsuai Im Eten Shnat Leenai Laaf Apai Tenuma Ad Emta Makom Ladonai Mishkanot Laavir Yaakov Hine Shema Nuha Veef Rata Mitsa Nuha Viste Yaar Navoa Lemishkenotav Nish Tachave Lahadom Raglav Kuma Adonai Lim Nu Chatecha Ata the Aron Uzacha Kohanacha Yil Beshu Sedek Vahasidecha Yeranenu Baavor David Avdacha Al Tashev Pene Meshichacha Nishba Adonai Le David Emet Lo Yashuv Mimena Mipri Vitnecha Ashit Le Chisei Lach Im Yishmeru Vanecha Viriti Ve Doti Zo Alam Dim Gam Benehem Ade Ad Yeshvu Lechisei Lach Ki Vachar Adonai Betzion Iva Le Moshav 
low. Zot menuchati ade ad po eshev ki ivitiha seda barech avarech ev yoneha aspia lachem Vechohaneha Albish Yasha Vachasideha Ranen Yeranenu Sham Atzmiach Karen Le David Arachti Ner Lim Shichi Oivav Albish Boshet Vealav Yatsits Nizro Psalm 132 is the 13th out of 15 and the longest in the Sheremalot series. This shows up in pieces in our prayers. There are phrases starting from Pasuk 8 that are said on Simchas Torah, the holiday coming up soon, when taking out the Torah. There is also Pasuk 4, which may be the formation of the blessing of Hamapil said before bed, and you can see episode 140 for that one. And then Pasuk 7 is said in Slichot. The narrator of the Mizmor asks that Hashem remember the hardships that David endures, and then goes on to explain in detail how David would not rest comfortably until he found a permanent dwelling place for Hashem to reside. This is followed by the narrator asking to enter his abode and bow and asks that Hashem also meet them at this resting place, then reminding Hashem of, an, of the oath that he gave to David that he would not renounce his people if they will keep the covenant. Then the psalm speaks of how Zion is God's desired resting place and the way he blesses it. The narrator could be from the perspective of the people who are Ole Regal, that come up to serve Hashem by the Beit HaMikdash at the three main holidays, namely Sukkot, Pesach, and Shavuot, and how they wish to serve him at this time. It's also understood that the narrator of this Mizmor is David, who may have said this while bringing the Holy Ark, a.k.a. Ar- the Aaron of Hashem, to Yerushalayim, to the Mishkan, which was the tent that traveled with them to serve Hashem. But here is mentioning the desire for a permanent location to do so, or as a vindication that his progeny, Shlomo, deserved to be king next, despite David's issues with Shlomo's mother, Bathsheba. Or perhaps it is said by his son, Shlomo HaMelech himself, at the inauguration of the permanent holy temple, a.k.a. Beit HaMikdash itself. Or Radak says that it's broadly just talking about the nation of Israel asking for Mashiach to come back. In any case, what I find interesting is that Hashem didn't just tell them clearly where the location of the permanent holy temple should be. David had to work really hard to find it. And then in Pasuk 6, Hine Shamanua Ve'efrata. We heard it was in Ephrat. 
as though they were finally let in on the location and then proceed to plead to be let in to enter and not rejected. There are many reasons given as to why we were not told originally where the holy site of Yerushalayim was located. The Rambam in Moranavuchim says that if Hashem told the nation of Israel where their holy site was before they got to Israel, then all the other nations would have come and destroyed the site and prevent them from finding it. Also, if they knew beforehand, then the tribes may have fought over who would be located in that prime real estate. So he waited until after the division of the land. But ultimately, aside from those opinions, we see that we are wandering Jews in our nature, that our forefather Abraham was told, Lech Lecha, go for yourself towards this unspecific site, this unknown land, setting our mission of going through the unknown to find our spirituality, to find our connection with becoming closer to Hashem. It seems like there is this constant hide-and-seek in our relationship with Hashem. This desire on both parties to draw close, but something always keeping us distant in one form or another, usually self-imposed. In fact, it seems it was too overwhelming for us as a nation when Hashem actually did reveal himself to us in full at Har Sinai. I'm just recalling the Midrash that speaks of how we all died and he had to bring us back to life, uh, an encounter which led the people to ask Moshe to be their conduit, to go on their behalf, to get the Luchot tablets from Hashem, and when he didn't come back in time, they thought, they panicked, and they created another intermediary with the Chet HaEgel. There are, with the sin of the golden calf, there are even opinions that discuss whether we would have needed a king over us, or maybe even a Beit HaMikdash at all, as an intermediary location to come close to Hashem, if it wouldn't have been for our desire to maintain that distance with an intermediary. In fact, the Rambam in Mora Nebuchim appears to indicate, to the chagrin of the Ramban and others, that there won't be a return to animal sacrifices in the times of Mashiach, that sacrifices were a tikkun stage, a refinement of the way that people at the, that time were able to draw close to God, but that eventually the use of lips, aka prayer, and then maybe even something different like just thinking and connecting with your mind will be used in the time of Mashiach. Whether or not you agree, Rambam did write it and we can learn something from it. The teaching is that we could have a less mediated experience, but we seem to need a little bit of distance in order to allow ourselves to feel safe to draw close. We get overwhelmed when the connection is raw and unmediated. I was watching a reality TV show, Love is Blind, and there were two singles who had been hurt in relationships in the past, but were spending all their time with each other holding on to the fear of not wanting to get too close and call it a relationship in case it would mess things up. They thought the world of each other, but also didn't want to lose each other. So for a year, they were keeping the distance of a relationship without the label. Eventually, they realized that they would lose each other if they didn't try, and they started dating officially. But it's like how Rev Soloveitchik describes Koldo fake in Shir Hashirim, aka The Voice of My Beloved is Knocking from Song of Songs. He explains that 
This love between the two lovers in Shir Hashirim is comparable to Hashem and the nation of Israel, who constantly are almost playing this game of distance to try to maintain closeness. Hashem seems to say, if that's what it takes for me to dwell betocham within them, then I'll make a migdash, a dwelling place. But Hashem doesn't necessarily need those artificial things. It's an acquiescence for us to draw close. Uh, and that was with the, the Mishkan. The rabbi of our shul made the appeal on Yom Kippur to help raise funds. He spoke about how people mentioned it's time for new chairs and mechitza instead of the hand-me-down ones we have which I personally feel are fine, and I kind of really like the bookshelf on our mechitza, so I hope that continues, but anyway, practical. But he explained the congregation wanted what helped make them feel like they are praying in a place that helped them connect closer. It seems petty, if you really think about it, that we need to be surrounded by beauty and splendor to connect with Hashem, but it's also so human. For us to be able to get to a point where we can do without all that external beauty and artificial things, those creature comforts to help balance out any fear of approaching a close relationship with Hashem, it's another level. I think that is what the holiday of Sukkot that is starting this week is trying to help us foster. It's teaching us how to get out of our comfort zones, how to be living in our huts vulnerably under the protection of Hashem without all the pomp and circumstance. Just starting to realize that we can connect even through simple means. Shira Shirim is the story of always pursuing and never connecting. One party is always running away when the other seems ready to finally connect, ultimately losing each other forever. So how can we alleviate this and actually connect and not lose each other without getting in our own way? In this Mizmor, the narrator reminds Hashem that David has been through hard, through hard, probably traumatic stuff, and it's hard to connect. But David, who came from humble beginnings, seems to understand this need of the people to keep a distance out of fear, but come close through artificial safety and aims to build the grand holy temple that will help the people connect so that they will fear coming close less. If we understand that we get in our own way of intimacy in our interpersonal relationships that use all these artificial things to help keep distant but feel closer, maybe we will be able to start taking down the proverbial beautiful walls and Realize that we can approach more vulnerably, like with the simple schach, the bamboo roof, and 2.5 walls that a sukkah represents. Sure, be mehudar mitzvahs, buy the nicest lulav and etrog you can, make your sukkah and shul, etc. look beautiful, all to show that effort that we do wish to connect. But if we can reach the stage of vulnerability throughout our everyday we won't have to wait for there to be grandeur or beauty or rituals or holy temple or a label of a relationship to take away the fear that holds us back from having the close relationships that we desire. May we have the ability to feel into the simplistic ways in which we are capable of connecting. 
The learning and recitation for this week's episode is in honor of my parents' 50th anniversary. May they live happily and healthily together with lots of nachat from their loved ones. Chag Sameach. Happy holidays. episode that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nursenisa1 n-u-r-s-e-n-i-s-a the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining okay.